Hi, what's up? It's your host, Tori, and who is ready to be petty? I'm back, bitches, and I've got so much to talk about. I know it has been a while since I've podcasted. I have been on vacation. I was in Vancouver, then Portland, and then Seattle. And prior to that, while my life has been the busy, um, a little bit more than normal because there's some things going on in my life, mostly really good and exciting things, mostly on the work and home front. Can't wait to share news with you guys, <laughs> with my listeners, um, as soon as I have some of my shit figured out. Um, but stay tuned because I guess I will also be staying tuned because <laughs> there is a lot of things up in the air. So I know that's vague, and um, I can vague it up a little bit more for you guys. I just, I don't have a lot of updates. I've just been very, very busy. So it's really nice to sit down and, and talk with you. Like I said before, there's so much I have to talk about because it's like everything that happens in my life. I'm like, oh, I should pot about that, which I like say, but then it's also like I have a paper agenda like I was born pre-computer. I guess I technically was, but I use a paper agenda and it's like something happens in my life that I want to podcast about. But then I like sit down to podcast and it's like I flip through my agenda looking for what I want to chat about. I'm like, I've done fucking nothing <laughs> in my whole entire life. So anyways, I feel like I've got a lot to talk about. You know when it's the night before you have to go to the gym and you're like already coming up with an excuse so you can like bail last minute that's me right now just something you can whip out if you don't feel like you want to go that's been weighing on my mind (laughs) I hate that it like weighs on my mind like it's this huge like feat or decision but like it honestly is I think it's just so funny because it's like you don't want to go so like you're already dreading it it's the night before and you're just trying to come up with an excuse so if you really want to pull out last minute you're just like here you go this is what I came up with but you know I feel like me and my friends talk about this all the time you know it's like a pre-excuse or you're like planting the seed to to have a believable excuse like it's so funny like people drop hints like hours days or even like weeks before something's happening just so when you have the excuse like it's right there like people have no issues with believing them and I think it's just so funny like when you're at work and someone's like (coughs) who must be coming down with something like feel that headache setting in and then the next day they're like yeah I'm not feeling well I can't come into work or or something like where you're like oh I have to move in a couple weeks like do you mind helping out and they're like oh yeah, I was actually like that specific weekend, I might be away, but like I'll I'll for sure let you know. Then all of a sudden they're like, that's the day they chose to like take a roadie up island. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I just don't believe the best in people. No, that's not true. I do believe the best in people, but I just love when you can when you figure out the pre-excuse before the excuse has even set in. Anyways, I'll probably rally and go to the gym, but at this moment, at this mom, 
I have this like I want to say existential dread it's not quite existential but like I just have this ugh, like this dread that I know that it's coming tomorrow at noon and I don't want to go I will rally but if not my excuse will be that I need to go grocery shopping (laughs) I need to get groceries I think I think that's a good one or maybe I have to drop something off at the post office and they're only open during business hours (laughs) that's another good one You can thank me later when you drop those tomorrow when you don't want to do something. So anyways, uh, Easter weekend has just passed. Um, Like I said before, I was on vacay. It was really nice. I love Easter. I love pastels. I love Easter candy. I love like Easter egg hunts. And I don't know. There's just something about it. The color scheme and stuff like that that I just love. And maybe it's because it's one of those rare holidays in the spring that we celebrate um whereas like Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas um are just kind of all in the winter and fall and it's kind of gray out um I really love Easter it signals the start of spring and it was really fun to celebrate especially because I have babies in my life and it's just fun being able to celebrate those type of things. I went to Portland. It was amazing. I had never been before, even though I live in the, I guess, Pacific Northwest area. And it was absolutely beautiful. Everyone there is like effortlessly cool. Like, you know that they're like, do art on the side. (laughs) Like my side hustle is like selling shit on Craigslist. Their side hustle is like a small business like art gallery or something like that or they make like kombucha and sell it at like a fucking brewery or whatever um on tap but (laughs) my side hustle is like I said before hawking shit on craigslist but also I guess this podcast but anyways it's like they just they just seem cool like they were in like flared pants like flared jeans and like what are those things culottes and like stuff like that but like they looked good and people were wearing fucking clogs like I've never seen a clog look cool you should only wear a clog if you're like a surgeon or a um kitchen like chef I think but people were wearing clogs like non-ironically and they looked cute and I don't know it was just so funny I think that it just has a very distinct sense of style whereas if you think about where I live or Vancouver or anything like that, like it's still, it's still a lot of like black yoga pants, like Lululemon pants and like gray tops and stuff like that, which like I'm currently wearing black yoga pants and a gray top. So no shame in that game, but I'm just saying, I don't know, it was very distinct, very cool, um, very unique. There's all these beautiful neighborhoods with cool little stores and restaurants and I ate 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 and it was amazing the people there are so nice I feel like everyone's always like Canadians are so nice poor people from Portland are so nice everyone we talked to was so generous and kind and warm and loved chatting with us and um 
the bus drivers were so nice. They would stop when we'd illegally jaywalk. I was with my mom and it was really fun. And we stayed in a tiny house, which I have never done before. And I guess it wasn't like the tiniest of houses. Like it wasn't one of those ones on a trailer. But it was a tiny house and it was so cool and so environmentally friendly um, and just beautiful. And it made me want to be like a better person. I feel like I talk about this a lot but things that just like inspire you to be a better person like for me that's also like Meghan Markle I know I talked to her about this is a side tangent by the way (laughs) you're probably used to now if you've tuned in before but we're going pretty this is a pretty hard right like this is like a off the highway kind of um tangent but anyways Um, Meghan Markle just makes me want to be a better person. I feel like a lot of times she gets a bad rap and I know I teased her about her Instagram and stuff, um, on the last podcast, but honestly, she is inspo. I just think she's always put together, but still has this vulnerable quality of her. Like she's the type of person that she's put together, but it's not like cold. She still has this warmth about her, but she... Yeah, like with maybe that's, I don't know, is that her messy bun or like is that her, I don't know, beautiful smile, but it just, or her, the colors of her clothes. I don't know. I'm reading way too much into this. Like it's okay. (laughs) It's okay if you've tuned out, but um, there's just something about her where she looks put together and she, but she still is like a warm person and I just find her and this fucking tiny house in Portland are inspo to be a better person. Just their like composting and all of their reusable things that they had in this house was just inspo that I need to get my fucking shit together. And that's that's the thing with Mar- Meghan Markle. I feel like she's the type of person that's like, I know you woke up this morning early because you went to bed early last night because you're responsible and you went to yoga and that's the type of person that I want to be because currently that is not that is not my vibe um my vibe's a little frantic nowadays she just seems like the type of person that it's like she'll always choose the good path for example this weekend I was at Target which is like I love Target I know it's like a lot of mass consumerism and like all of that shit but like I fucking love it the shit there is so good like it's just so good I mourn the day that Target Canada left like it was a close family member's death it honestly was one of the darkest days in my in a very dark timeline um so Target Canada came Like, Target came to Canada for, like, one or two years, and those were the best two years of my life, and I'm still chasing that high, and I just, I haven't found it yet. Anyways, I just love, it's just, like, affordable, but everything's super cute. Even if it's not your style, it just seems, like, super cute. Anyways, I was at Target, and I was going through the self-checkout, and I had one of those, like, mini egg you know those mini egg packs that are just like fucking like eight eggs and it's like why am I spending fucking $1.99 on literally these like eight chocolate eggs but I love mini eggs so I do it anyways but it's like those tiny packs 
I was self-checking out and I had a big cart and it was just like kind of lodged in the corner. And so when I was unpacking my bags to my car, I noticed that I didn't pay for it and I just like didn't go back and it haunts me to this day. It was like a week ago and I like am still thinking about it, but it's like Meghan Markle would have marched up and been like, I need to pay for this, but I just like, like slinked into my car and like put on my sunglasses and like turned down the visor (laughs) on my car the sun visor and kind of like drove off like like that Ikea commercial like start the car but anyways Meghan Markle is inspo to be like a better person and I feel like you know those memes I've been talking about this a lot so people in my life are gonna be like shut the fuck up about this but you know those memes that are like once I like practice yoga every day and start recycling, it's over for these bitches. It's like that's me right now. It's like <laughs> it's like once I have these things on lock, it's over for these bitches. And I feel like everyone always says that. I feel like that's hashtag relatable content. We were talking about Portland. We were talking about how this tiny house was like effing inspo I was like a way of life they had like bamboo like floors like I want bamboo floors in my house I don't know it was just very cool one or two more things about the Meghan Markle thing just the tangent just to to bring her full circle here today there was some news story that said that the three top baby name guesses are Alexander, James, and I think Albert. I honestly skimmed the article, which again, true RTBP fashion of poor journalism. But people on the royal family's website googled these names and they found that there was pages created for them whereas if you googled or like searched on the page I feel like google is now just synonymous synonymous fuck I feel like google is just a synonym synonymous I don't know I'm just gonna get fucking roasted for this I can already tell I'm gonna leave it in like (laughs) I feel like there's like two trains of thoughts when you're a podcaster. It's like leave in this horrendously embarrassing like thing that you just said or crop it out and lose all this good content. I'm going to lose it in. I'm going to leave it in. I don't know how to say synonymously unless that's right and I'm a stupid genius. <laughs> Anyways, like what, what even was I talking about? Baby names and Meghan Markle. If you searched on the Kensington Palace, I think, website, I think it was for them, you couldn't find other random names. And But Prince Alexander, Prince El- James, and I think Prince Albert or Prince Arthur did come up. I'm kind of surprised if these are one of the names that they pick. I know that they can't go too out there, but I just think that Meghan would want something Maybe she wants something classic. She's very classic. But I feel like she wanted to like maybe do something a little more different. And these seem very status quo. So we will see. She also, the last thing I want to mention about Meghan Markle. But um, last podcast we talked about her Instagram. And I think it's literally 100% confirmed that she runs the Instagram account. Because it was Prince Louis's birthday 
the other day and I like it's Louis right I don't think they've ever said it I don't know I've never heard them say it, but I'm assuming it's Prince Louis she commented well I think it was her her account commented like happy birthday Louis exclamation point sounds like I'm doing like talk to text <laughs> um all my love or like all the love from Harry and Megan with a balloon emoji and I'm like this has to be her right because I feel like an official like royal family monarch Instagram account is not using a fucking balloon emoji but maybe it's maybe they were trying to be hip I don't know I have no idea but I think it's really her and I just thought that that was weird that they commented that I don't know I don't know it was weird all along but that was just a little a little side tange for you that that I had to mention I really like honestly had to mention those these things um Portland back to Portland um if you can believe it we we were talking about Portland before this um yeah, it was very, very cool. I really enjoyed all the restaurants and everything's just really unique and fun and lots of cool artists um, selling products and creating things that are unique and special that are like fun to buy and take back to Victoria. I also went through a Dutch Bros, which is a tangent because it's like a fucking huge chain. You know when you see something in an Instagram video or like a YouTube video or something or a movie or whatever and you just you have to like do it? Well, I'm obsessed with Emma Chamberlain and I feel like it's like, okay, who's not? She's like a huge YouTuber. So it's like not, I guess, I don't know. It's not different that I really like her, but I love her. And there was like one or two videos like a year ago. (laughs) This is so embarrassing. I hope other people do this. This is literally so embarrassing. There was a video that she did with some other like dope girls, Hannah and Ellie, the Gerties, like a year ago. I don't even think they're friends anymore, which I do need to know the tea about that. But I don't even think they're friends anymore. They went to a Dutch Bros like twice in like a fucking vlog. And so I saw Dutch Bros had never seen one before. And I like went through the drive through pretending I was Emma Chamberlain like not actually pretending but in my head I was like oh my god this is so like Emma Chamberlain and ordered what she would order I can't believe I'm saying this out loud but I literally did that like I honestly I like I was like do you have almond milk so I can get this like fucking iced almond milk latte like it literally it's kind of embarrassing but it was really really good it was really good um I feel like I've mentioned these type of things before but this was like next level because like like when I was in Paris and I'm going again this June but it's like yes I'll be trying to recreate passport to Paris like I feel like that's a given but like I don't know this was just on a whole new level I just feel like that's most I guess that's most things like when I was in New York I like had to go to like serendipity and stuff and like skate at an ice rink so I don't know I don't know I'm assuming other people do this, but this was at like a whole new level because it was like one video a year ago that she posted and like hasn't been or mentioned Dutch Bros since. But anyways, I also went garage sailing. This sounds weird, but stick with me. I have been garage sailing for years and I only go in Seattle or like 
surrounding neighborhoods. Or um, there's this huge one in Victoria, Garage Elenium, um, where all the rich people hold garage sales. It's like those households that are like not rich enough not to have a garage sale to just like toss or recycle your things, but also like broke enough to want to make money. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, it's always fun, but it's just so funny to me people's okay a people's etiquette when they're garage sailing but also what people have at their garage sales like it's actually fascinating and I've always wanted to have like a reality tv show and like don't mention this if this is already a thing because you're literally just gonna burst my bubble but where like I (laughs) specifically but like I guess it could be other people um go garage sailing and I guess like it would be kind of like those like auction like those storage room locker war things where they bid on storage room lockers but like it would be me driving with like cameras in the car and then like I roll up to a garage sale like searching for like treasures but also like roasting the people selling their shit I don't know I think that would be such a good concept because the half the fun is the commentary and the weird creatures the weird individuals that you meet on these garage sale excursions but it's so funny we woke up at the fucking crack of dawn got into our little car and then like hit the road and it's so funny some people have like three items at their garage sale and it's like what's the fucking point like you're sitting out here from like 8 a.m till 4 p.m just post your thing on like on craigslist or take it to the dump like please like I just think it's so like why would you want to spend a full beautiful Saturday or Sunday um like trying to hawk like three fucking items so I think that's that's tip number one, have enough stuff to have a garage sale or if you don't bring in like a do like a multi-family or like a multi-person garage sale, please. It It's so sad when it's like three items and they're like not even great. And I don't know, we do a lot of DBs, which is um, lingo for drive-bys where we like, <laughs> this is so embarrassing actually, but we like slow the car down enough to scope the entire garage sale but don't stop and then if we don't like what we see we just do like a fucking yui and like get the hell out of there it's so funny but it's like it's almost like you like roll down your window and like assess the entire situation and then like it has to be good for me to get out of the car. Like, if I need to get out of the car, you, like, it must be a fucking treasure. And I love at garage sales. Sometimes it's sad. Okay, I, hold on. I love at garage sales when they're selling, like, baked goods or hot dogs. There is nothing like a 10.30 a.m. garage sale hot dog when you're, like, is it too early to be eating this like meat product but like it smells like barbecue and you eat it anyways like I'm all for that but it's I and like I love baked goods like trying out like a new chocolate chip cookie from I don't know a fucking random family sounds kind of sketch but 
it's good and they're like 25 cents and you're like, okay, whatevs. But it's kind of sad when kids do like lemonade sales. I think like it's cute, but then like when they're waving the signs and like dying for you to like buy their lemonade for like 25 cents, I'm like, I don't know, this seems despy, which is like so rude and I don't know the enthusiasm seems desperate (laughs) they need to have more chill like yeah don't look so desperate trying to fucking sell you lemonade oh that's that's heinous but I don't know that's just my my true feelings about it but yeah it's it's so much fun we make a day out of it we go out for coffee we go to those little stands in the parking lot to get lattes And we just make a big deal of it. But we've seen some characters. There is funny people shopping at garage sales. And you get those type of people that like race up, like absolutely race up, pull right in front of you, park hella illegally like in front of this person's like house or driveway or whatever and like race up. And I'm like, okay, it's not that great. Like it's not like a sample sale at like a designer shoe place or something like that. Like it is just a G sale, but I appreciate their effort. And like, it's funny when you are kind of following the same route, like where you kind of bump into the same people at different points in the day. I think that's like really funny, but I've gotten some primo items. It was really fun, especially when I was moving into a dorm room and like stocking up my dorm room and stuff. But it it's really it's something if if you need a hobby, if you need a Saturday morning hobby, G sailing might be the one for you. As I mentioned before, I also have my side hustle on Virage, or that's the website we use here in Victoria mostly, but like a Craigslist type website. And it's again so funny what people will do. Like when you have an item for like literally $1 posted and people are like, "Will you take 50 cents?" and you're like, yeah but like no also um like like yeah I will but like also like really like it was literally a dollar but okay or like when you post like a three dollar item and and I get I people will probably are like well why why the fuck are you posting an item that's one dollar like just bring it to like value village or like donate it to the Salvation Army or something but it's like you post a three dollar item and then you see that they're driving like an hour into town and you're like oh okay 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 um I hope you're making a day out of this because this seems like a long long drive for this three three dollar flower pot that I got from the dollar store but anyways those are stories for other times folks if you need a side hustle suggest starting a podcast selling some shit for a sixth of the price on uh, Craigslist, G sailing in your local neighborhoods. Another thing that I did on my Easter vacation was make bitmojis for like my entire family of people who didn't have them. And I like edited the ones that people did have. And I honestly, it's weird. It's a weird thing to have, but I um a bitmoji whisper like I don't know what it is but I can make one pretty quickly that is dead accurate I've made like now I was gonna say in the hundreds I've made like 10 peoples and honestly they're fucking good like they're good quality and everyone I think says that so 
that could be a new side hustle for me. Like you can Venmo me 10 bucks and I'll make you a Primo Bitmoji. Um, would anyone want that? I don't know. I don't know. But I do make them spot on. It is, it is, it can be stressful if you want to put something on the Bitmoji that like is a reflection of what the person looks like, but maybe not, I don't know, the ideal thing you want. Like my nose, for example. If someone was making my Bitmoji and they put like this huge nose, I'd be like, oh my God. But then it's like, I know that that's actually what it looks like. You know? (laughs) So it can be very stressful, but it's really fun. And I just think I, uh, I I can get it dead fucking on every single time, I swear. In other news, things that happened that I was on vacation, Taylor Swift released a new song. What are people's thoughts on this? Like, honestly, tell me, what are your thoughts? Here are my thoughts, of course. The internet is crazy, A. I guess that was known before, but like, holy fuck, the internet is crazy. So Taylor, as everyone knows, did a countdown till April to April 26 when she released the song. And she started it like April 13th or something because 13's her favorite number and all of these things. And she was doing all of these crazy countdowns and the fan theories were insane. People were counting the number of palm trees or stars or hearts or steps she was sitting on to figure out what she was releasing. And it's like, Well, she's a singer, songwriter, performer, so I can probably take a, just a a random guess and say it's a song, but anyways, I'm saying this now, like, so nonchalantly, like, it's not like, I was counting the fucking stars on the Instagram post, and like, reading 800 theory articles, like, don't get me wrong, but it's like, she released a song with Brendan Urie from Panic at the Disco, it's catchy. It's cute. I think it's a poppy anthem for the summer. It's not my favorite song of hers. It probably never will be, but I'm having flashbacks from Look What You Made Me Do, which was her first track from Reputation. And I was like, meh. I think I got into it like the first time, a couple times I heard it. I was like, okay, this is okay. And then I was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. I think that's what's happening with this song. So I think next podcast, I'll be like, oh my God, I love that song, Me by Taylor Swift. But as of right now, I'm just kind of like, okay, cool, cool. I'm so happy that she has morphed back into this pink and bubbly, um, pastel, optimist, rainbows and sunshines type gal because I know that that's her true heart. And the reputation thing, it was cool. And I can't believe I'm saying this because I'm a petty bitch and like this is what petty bitches do. But it's like that whole album about her reputation, I think it was therapeutic. I think that it was a clapback of the century. But I'm glad that she didn't continue with that. She's moving on to something more happy, something that's more authentically her. Our girl's back, and I'm really, really, really happy about it. I like this Taylor better, the fun pop singer Taylor. So I'm very happy. I think this is crazy, but I think it might actually be a collab album because this first song was a collab, if 
if you didn't just hear what I just said. <laughs> in the music video, there was a poster or like a framed print of the Dixie Chicks, which would make sense that maybe she's doing a, a whole collab album because it would be weird, I think, if her first single off of the album was a collab. Like usually you want to do you all the way front and center. So I don't know. That's just a little fan conspiracy theory. I know I've, I've read it all, all on the internet, so it's not like I'm the first person that's coming up with that. But I think it could be a collab album. And then, and didn't we see her like paparazzi photos with like somebody like going into the studio? I don't know. I don't know. Also, that she's engaged to Joe Al- Alwyn? Aldwin? Who cares? Not me. Um, in the music video, the her partner and her get into a huge fight. And then he proposes to her and she says no, I think. Then he gives her a cat and she says yes. But I think the cat turned out to be real. Benjamin Button is her third cat, a boy cat. Hate the fucking name. I don't know how you can go from... Olivia Benson and Meredith Grey to fucking Benjamin Button, a guy that ages backwards or whatever. I don't even remember the concept. But um, yeah, just a bad name all around. But she got the cat. So maybe the engagement is real too. I honestly could see that. She's that age. Her and Joe have been going strong for a few years or like maybe two years. Like, get it, girl. Anyways, I'm really, really happy that Taylor Swift did back. I'm, this is a hot take. Actually, it's not a hot take because I feel like a lot of people have this take. I'm really into Taylor's music. I'm not like a diehard Taylor Swift fan, but I do appreciate her and her music for sure. So I'm happy our girl is back. Two other just like quick things that I really want to mention before I wrap up here. I am so excited for the new Scott Disick TV show. It is a show flipping houses and it really just combines my love for HGTV and the Kardashians into one fell swoop. And I feel like Scott hasn't been getting as much airtime in keeping up with the Kardashians because of his breakup with Courtney and that he's doing so well. He doesn't have those fucking like freakouts anymore or like like a lot of alcohol and stuff. I'm really excited. So he doesn't get as much airtime. I miss Lord Disick. So I'm very, very excited about his new TV show. And good for him. Um, He's really hustling. Now all he has to do is get back together with Courtney and I'll be happy. (laughs) Um, And then two other shows that I've really got it into, which are fucking addictive, like so addictive, Summer House on Bravo and Mexican Dynasties. I think also on Bravo, I'm becoming a Bravo person. Not that I wasn't or already because I love Shaws of Sunset. But oh my god, it is so good. Mexican Dynasties, I just like fucking laugh so hard. Like some of the stuff is just so insane and so extreme and so out there. It's just, it's fucking good TV. So if you've got nothing to do this week, please, please, please check those out and let me know what you think. They are so funny and I would love to discuss them on the podcast. At the end of my yoga class, which is not the gym class that I'm dreading tomorrow, (laughs) um, my instructor always says, like, take this calmness, this peacefulness, this pace back into the world, like back into your life. And I always, I've been kind of thinking about like that about the podcast, like take this pettiness or this, these 
I don't know, judgments back into the world and not actually, you should leave it here. That's what this podcast is about. (laughs) Letting it all out so you can be positive in other aspects of your life. But I just think it'd be funny if like, at the just like at the end of the the yoga practice about just taking what the class was the peacefulness taking time for yourself a moment of reflection and all of that back into the world it'd be funny like to take this type of stuff back into the world you know it's been a slice i'm happy to be back i hope you're happy that i'm back as well if you like what you hear you can listen to ready to be petty each week on basically every podcast app out there you can follow along on social media on facebook twitter and instagram at rtbp podcast liking commenting subscribing and leaving a five-star rating on apple podcasts helps the pod find new listeners and i appreciate it mucho As always, I am Tori and I am ready to be petty. See you soon. True Crime Podcasts are so in right now and there's no better way to get your fix than the Truest Crime Podcast. These stories are spooky, but the ladies at Truest Crime make them a lot less spooky and a lot more fun. Let's take a sneak peek now. The Truest Crime. This podcast is for people who only want to hear about the truest of crimes. The most serious crimes. And the crimes that aren't downers. Do you like crime and comedy? Cromedy? <laughs> Here's a sample of what you might hear. Florida man kidnaps scientist to make his dog immortal. A North Shore brothel has complained to the local council about plans to build a church in the same street, fearing it will bring the wrong sort of people into the area. A man called Erie Police at about 8.30 p.m. Wednesday, March 7th to report suspicious peanut in his backyard. You can find us at thetruestcrime.com or anywhere you listen to podcasts.